It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Greg Jarrett. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, February 18th, 2022, I'm Eben Brown. Not unlike the amidst of the onslaught of the Axis powers in the 1930s, the world is watching to see if the borders shift and the blood spills in Eastern Europe. Or are they? The average number of ceasefire violations ranges anywhere from three to five violations. Over the past 48 hours, there have been more than 100. And it is real. It is Serious. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Around the planet, people are watching Russia's military build up its line along the Ukraine border, and now the time could be upon Ukraine in which invasion is unstoppable. And that is the assessment of Western leaders who say they've extended plenty of diplomatic hands to Russian President Vladimir Putin. And yet they claim Putin and his military are in the early stages of planting reasons to attack Ukraine. Over the last few days, we've seen reports of a major uptick in violations of the ceasefire by Russian-backed fighters attempting to provoke Ukraine and the Donbass. For example... A shelling of a Ukrainian kindergarten yesterday, which Russia has falsely asserted was carried out by Ukraine. And we also uh, continue to see more and more disinformation being pushed out by to the Russian public, including Russian-backed separatists, claiming that Ukraine is planning to launch a massive offensive attack in the Donbass. President Biden spoke with the press at the White House Friday afternoon following yet another conference call with NATO leaders and the heads of NATO member states. There is a lot of consternation among Western nations about what Russia will do, about how Ukraine can't definitively repel them and what the so-called red lines could be. But not everybody in Ukraine is ready to believe what the West is selling. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Most civilians you talk to in Ukraine are not totally convinced there is going to be a Russian invasion. Fox's Trey Yingst has been for much of this time in and all around Ukraine. He reports now from the capital city of Kiev. Those who are say they have a bag packed and most that we have talked to are quite calm and collected. And I think the same can be said for the Ukrainian forces that we've talked to. I spoke with a top officer on the front lines yesterday, and he basically described a situation of being prepared and understanding what it will take to fight back against any sort of Russian offensive. And while you hear pretty confident talk from not only that officer, but also National Guard troops that we spoke with when we were near Crimea covering one of the training drills the Ukrainian military was conducting, the reality is quite quite dim and quite dire. I mean, there are an estimated 190,000 Russian troops along the border of Ukraine as we speak. Half of them 
according to recent estimates, are in attack positions, forward positions, ready to invade if the orders are given. And look, Western intelligence is sometimes wrong. We have seen that in the stories that we cover with Afghanistan and with other major global events. But this is a different story. Every story is unique and, and every situation is unique. And everyone we talk to, everyone our colleagues across the industry talk to, everything on the ground is pointing to the fact that President Putin is more likely than not to order an invasion into Ukraine. So that brings up a number of questions. How big will the invasion be? Will he try to take the capital of Kiev? Will he focus this just on the eastern part of the country where separatists have been operating? All of those questions are unclear right now, but we'll certainly see in the coming days if it does take place. You mentioned that sometimes Western intelligence can be wrong, um, but but are they this time or are the Ukrainians too relaxed here? Um, because if if Western intelligence were telling my, um, you know, small to medium sized central to Eastern European nation that I'm about to be attacked by a major world power, I, I might be a bit more, I don't know, uh, energetic. I posed this question to the Ukrainian president last weekend, and at first he didn't want to answer, and he kept sort of avoiding the question. And I was really pressing him, and he was talking through the translator, and she said, well, look, the information is, is wrong. And I said, well, sir, if, if the information is, is wrong, and he said, the, the information is not wrong, the translator is wrong. He said, the information is different. I said, okay, well, please tell me. I, I, you know, that's why I'm here asking you questions. You're the president of this country. You've seen the intelligence. You have your own intelligence. What's the deal? And he ultimately came forward and basically said, look, we have different intelligence. And their assessment of the intelligence is different. And sometimes that nuance can get lost in translation, but the reality is they are not viewing the situation the same way the Americans are. And we saw it as recently as today, top Ukrainian officials on the record today in Kiev said, we do not think there will be a full-scale invasion. They stopped short of talking about other levels of invasion, but hours after those comments took place, we saw separatist leaders in the Eastern part of the country Russian-backed separatist leaders start to evacuate or at least give the appearance they were trying to evacuate people from their territory, indicating that they believe it would be Ukraine who would launch an attack. And this sort of clear disinformation campaign is not uncommon in the Russian playbook. We saw it back in 2008 with Georgia. We saw it back in 2014 when the Russians annexed Crimea. But it's very serious. And the implications of these words and these actions today are quite significant because it does support what President Putin has basically made clear from the beginning, that his forces are prepared to act. It also supports what President Biden said today, that the U.S. intelligence indicates Russia will invade Ukraine. And they'll do so in, in short order, according to President Biden. Uh, we have had reports throughout the day of some uh, scattered violence, a uh, shelling of a kindergarten, uh, a car bomb going off. What can you tell us about this? And, and, and what has been the reaction on the ground? Are people pointing fingers yet? Yeah, the past 48 hours have been quite significant in terms of an uptick 
of violence in the eastern part of the country. To give you some perspective here, the daily average for ceasefire violations in this ongoing war, and it is an ongoing war despite the fact there's not active conflict every day, these two countries have been at war since 2014, but the average number of ceasefire violations ranges anywhere from three to five violations. Over the past 48 hours, there have been more than 100, and it is real. It is serious, and it is important to look at these violations for what they are. They are, A, not only violations of a country's sovereignty, but B, they're endangering a civilian population. A kindergarten was hit with an artillery shell, and that shell injured three people. Thankfully, no kids were, were hurt or killed, but this is the reality that civilians in eastern Ukraine face. And unfortunately, and I hate to say it, it's, it's one of the, I think, most difficult parts about our, our work. This very likely, according to the president of the United States, could be the reality for millions of people in the coming days. And there are people who, while they are calm in, in the capital where we are right now in Ukraine, there are certainly concerned people. They're, they're scared. They're worried. Um, it would be a, a mischaracterization to say that no one is scared or worried or prepared. Many people do have go bags ready. We have seen civilians picking up arms and training with veterans because they want to know how to defend themselves if it comes down to this level of warfare. And so the, the coming days in, in Ukraine are quite uncertain. And, and the eastern part of the country right now is, is quite unstable. You've been hearing Fox News correspondent Trey Yingst once again reporting from Kiev, the capital city of Ukraine, on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We'll have more straight ahead. What would your assessment be, if, if any, of the readiness and capabilities of Ukraine's armed forces? Uh, the Russian army is well-stocked, well-supplied, well-manned. Can the Ukraine defend itself? This will be a very bloody war if it does indeed erupt. Ukraine really objectively in terms of military force does not have the capability to defeat the Russian army. They just don't. It doesn't mean they can't put up a fight and it doesn't mean that they won't put up a fight. And that is why this calculation is ongoing, even by the Russians because there's a real understanding even by President Putin in Moscow that if he goes to war with Ukraine, he will lose what some estimates put thousands of his soldiers. And the Ukrainian death toll will be quite high as well, along with the civilian casualties. And so these are all things that are part of the ongoing calculus. But I think at the end of the day, the most important thing to remember are it's the people. I mean, it's the people caught amid this conflict. You see it today playing out in the eastern part of the country. These civilians in separatist controlled areas are, are being used as pawns. I mean, that is, is quite clear. This evacuation was pre-planned by all evidence that has been verified and released. When you look at the metadata on the videos that were released by these separatist, separatist leaders, it shows they were pre-recorded the messages days ago. This was not a, a last minute, oh, fighting is escalating. We need to get our civilians out. This was part of the plan. And what we are seeing now is an ongoing back and forth 
in the eastern part of the country that unfortunately, like we've talked about, could erupt into a much larger escalation. And President Biden does believe that President Putin of Russia has made a decision. And so the coming days will tell. Sounds like a very intricate script being uh, being played out on a stage. Fox News' Trey Yinks reporting tonight from Kiev. Thank you for being with us again on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.